Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi everyone and welcome back to the SLTV side table. Um, we've not done one of these in a while and to be honest, just the day that we're having today. Now, I'm going to put this up on the same day. So just to kind of reiterate, this is Friday, the 17th of June. Um, if you're a wrestling fan, you've probably not missed anything that has happened today. But myself and Ty thought it would be a pretty good idea to kind of come on and just give our two cents on it and all that kind of stuff um, with all the Vince McMahon things that have been happening. Um, so we're essentially going to go through what has been released today about Vince McMahon, what the kind of the, the big news is. Um, and then again, like I said, just give our sort of two cents on it. Um, I can't remember, Ty, the last time that we had a day like this where massive stuff just came out. Yeah, yeah I think um, more so like stuff that's not character driven. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not like like the MJF thing, it mm. being like you spooked a plight and it's all this that like all that stuff you could be like, it was, it's more of a what's going to happen on the show type thing. What, like, who's going to be at the show, who's not going to be at the show? Are they going to no-show, blah, 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 all that stuff, um, which is sort of, in, in a way, you can't, it doesn't really mean that much because the show goes on either way, do you know what mm. I mean? This stuff is like, this could change WWE for yeah. a while. Like, the, the hierarchy of the family and how it all works and, Everything else, this is a like a, a big one, a mad situation. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of the stuff that we end up talking about is like tidbits is, you know, oh, did you see that report this week that this person's doing this or whatever? Or like the releases. Mm. This is just a whole other thing. Um, right. So what we'll do, um, and, you know, we'll kind of give full credit to where we're getting these things from. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start off with uh, a Cultaholic article from the 15th of June. So this is the report that WWE is investigating a secret $3 million hush payment by Vince McMahon over alleged sexual relationship. So Vince McMahon is currently under investigation from the WWE board over a secret $3 million settlement the chairman agreed to pay a departing employee he allegedly had an affair with. Um, and they've quoted the Wall Street Journal as being the, uh, the publication that's reported this. So the settlement signed in January 2022 prevents the former employee from speaking about her relationship with McMahon and from disparaging him. The board members found out about the settlement through a series of anonymous emails from an individual who claimed to be a friend of the former employee. The first email was received on the March 30th and alleged that McMahon initially hired the woman as a paralegal in 2019 on a salary of $100,000. Her salary then increased to $200,000 when she began a sexual relationship with McMahon. The first email also alleged that McMahon gave her like a toy to WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, 
and she became an assistant to Johnny Ace in 2021. Furthermore, the first email stated my friend was so scared that she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry paid her millions of dollars to shut up. That lawyer was Jerry McDevitt, McMahon's longtime attorney, and he negotiated the deal. A copy of the $3 million settlement was received by WWE directors on the 12th of June, and the non-disclosure agreement revealed that a $1 million payment was upfront and made to the former employee, with the remaining $2 million being paid over the next five years. This seemingly isn't the only non-disclosure agreement related to Vince McMahon and the WWE board's investigation unearthed other old NDAs, which included claims of misconduct against McMahon and Lauren Ayers from former WWE employees, female WWE employees. The board investigation is being headed by WWE President Nick Khan, and it's very important to say that the, the funds that were used to make the payments to uh, this, this um, ex-employee were made using McMahon's personal funds and not from the company accounts. Um, and Jeremy Devitt, the lawyer, again, reiterated that. He said WWE did not pay any money out. So I think the initial reaction to that was, like, this is, again, another scandal. There was yeah. a lot of stuff talking about how um, Vince and Linda had actually, were technically, are technically still married, but apparently have separated. Um, yeah. at this point so again whether the the term of fur i think is being used possibly just to describe the relationship that they're having rather mm -hmm. than the assumption that any sort of extramarital things have gone on but again we don't know the details of that um again it's another thing important to say that this relationship was consensual is something that's come out as well um so you know everything on that front was as it should have been um but i think it's again like when it came out, there was a lot of reports after that of apparently Laurinaitis being the fall guy for this, mm. and that a lot of people speculating that if anybody was going to step down, if anyone was going to resign, it was going to be Laurinaitis as opposed to McMahon. Um, because as you said in the chat before that McMahon has a clause in his contract that he can't be fired by anyone in WWE. Uh, yeah, that was back like I think that was before it went, uh, it became a public trading company. Like I read it like literally years and years and years ago when it was like the like the internet was first like a thing and people were getting and I remember just reading this big thing and it was basically like whether it still stands or not I've no idea but um basically the idea is that because he's a majority shareholder at that mm. time um then basically it was in his thing to be like this is mine so if I want to voluntarily like quotation marks, um, want to step down, that's fine. But nobody in that company will ever be above me mm. to say this, you you are fired. Like nobody will go into a room and Vince will walk in and sit the other side of the table yeah, and get somebody say to them, right, we're letting you go. Like that's not a thing that would happen. Uh, granted, there might be a situation where these 12 people on a board and it's like we need to like sort of fix this and fix the media issue that it's going to cause and the only way we're going to fix this is if you're not here mm. so we need to decide whatever it is that needs to be done and you need to be on board with whatever it is that needs to be done so you can voluntarily step down but 10 of us, 12 have said, we would like you to step down. Do you know what I mean? One of them situations where, like, unless you're in, in that boardroom and you're getting told 
what's happening and you're agreeing to it because as I say you could still be like no I don't I don't want to I don't want to step down and I know he has but it's only ten- temporary do you know what I mean yeah. it's not like I think the idea is we need to let this blow over let these investigations happen and I think it's fair that he's done that like I think mm. he's he's been like well this is going to be what people are worried about and what people are talking about and it's going to cost us money it's already costing 2.1 million dollars worth of shares have been sold yeah um within the last like 24 hours or whatever 48 hours so i think he can even vince can see the writing on the wall where it's like me being in this position isn't good for this business right now mm-hmm. but at the same time i will be back and i'm going to put some of the ui team like good enough to do what i do but i'm still going to be part of the company because He's still had the creative and stuff like that, so it's it's just it's mad. I think the 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 craziest thing is this all coming out. I'm not gonna say, like I feel like saying something like this is downplaying it, but the fact that it was like consensual and the fact mm. that it was his own money and the fact that like seemingly Vince and Linda weren't together. I don't like in me head. I'm sort of like. Is this a, a bit obviously it needs to be looked into and stuff like that, but what's it got to do with the company? I feel like do it doesn't I mean? add up though. That's the thing. I think like yeah. you just said that if Vince and Linda weren't together and yeah. if this relationship was consensual, which all the signs are pointing to it being, why is he having to make this payment? Why is he having to sort of give hush yeah, yeah. money to somebody? You know, yeah. she's now not allowed to say anything. She's been paid off. She signed an NDA. If she says anything, they'll sue her. Um, but then, like, what is it that she apparently has to say? And I think the one thing that is really damning that comes out of it is that apparently he passed her like a toy to John Laurinaitis. Yeah, that's so, such a strange thing to say. Yeah. Like, such a weird... But again, Laurinaitis being somebody who's married as well. Yeah. Because uh, it was like Amy mentioned yesterday about Bella's, you know, because she's he's with... Uh, it's the Bella's mum, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what we'll do then is we'll we'll go through what has been released today from WWE because this is the yeah. kind of big fuel for the fire of us doing this. So yeah. WWE and its board of directors jointly released the following statement today. The independent directors continue the review of alleged executive misconduct. Stephanie McMahon has now been named interim CEO and interim chairwoman. So WWE and the board of directors announced today that a special committee of the board is conducting an investigation into the alleged misconduct by its chairman and CEO, Vince McMahon, and John Laurinaitis, head of talent relations, and that effective immediately, McMahon has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman of the board until the conclusion of the investigation. So I'll stop there for a second. Voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman until the conclusion of the investigation. So the assumption there is, I would say, that they expect the investigation to be a case of there isn't any misconduct, he's going to return back to his post. Yeah, you know. Uh, but that being said, if even if they didn't think that, mm. surely to for like keeping on the up and up purposes, if you like, he's gone. Oh yeah, well there's nothing to worry about, so I'll step down for now. He's probably made sure that that's gone in that issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be yeah. like, well, once you've investigated and you understand that there isn't a thing to investigate, mm. I'll be back. Because if he was like, oh yeah, this is getting investigated. I'm I'm stepping down. 
yeah. and no other statement. I think that would look worse to be like, well, clearly you've got something to hide because, do you know what I mean? You, you, you yeah, because if, if it was just a case of he's stepping down, you'd yeah. immediately just go, well, he's got something to hide then. Yeah. yeah. Even the idea of Vince stepping down is mental. It's crazy. It's we've like, We've mentioned this so many times before. And it's been that sort of speculated question of who takes over WWE when Vince eventually steps down. And yeah. we've all kind of got to, I think I, anyway, I'm, I might be speaking for a lot of people when I say this, that I got to the point of just assuming that he was never going to step down and he was going to just not be there when he died. Um, yeah. You know, and that I think over the years, especially when NXT Black and Gold was starting up, that our assumption was maybe it's going to be a Triple H thing. Um, you know, I think Stephanie being the sort of brand ambassador and stuff like that, that again, they were going to have something to do with it. I think more recently, there's been a lot of eyes, intrigued eyes going towards Nick Khan in that they assume that this person who we hired quite recently is, is effectively working his way through the board of directors to get ultimate power of the company, which almost like, I think, is like a Netflix sort of true crime documentary <laughs> thing that's just waiting yeah. to happen of like, yeah. how did this man go through all of the yeah, board yeah. of directors and then, you know, usurp the company? Um, <laughs> because if you think about just, just this year, someone tweeted this the other day, like it was like the 15th of June and all of this has happened this year. Like we're yeah. six months in. What else have we got yet? Yeah. Um, so Shaman Man went. He's mm-hmm. apparently still there in some sort of... In spirit. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's doing it. It is ghost boxing spirit. Yeah, um, yeah. Stephanie McMahon recently stepped down or, or went, uh, took a break. I should say, actually, she took a break. Um, you know, she said, I think she said to focus on the family. Triple yeah. H, we know, was stepping back from a couple of different things, including in ring competition because of his heart and the issues that he's had there. So it seemed to be, and again, this is only what people were speculating online, that Nick Khan seemed to have been for lack of a better word, taking out these players along the way to kind of get top dog position. Yeah. My thought today was I assume that Vince is the one who's made the decision that Steph is replacing him. Yes. Without a and I, I think realistically he's smart enough. Because again, like if, you, if that was your company and you'd hired Nick Khan a year ago, two years ago, however long it is that he's been there, you then now wouldn't go, right, well, he can look after it while I'm while yeah. this is starting out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, actually, if he's heading the investigation up, it's probably a conflict of interest if he was, you know, the one that was yeah, taking so, over. Yeah, never thought yeah. about that, actually, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That so, makes like, the most sense, I would say. Like, yeah. Stephanie McMahon would, I would. And as well, not to kind of muddy the waters a bit, but if... I owned a company like that. You'd want somebody you trust, mm-hmm. but also somebody you you can kind of get in the year off to be like, what's being said, what's doing this, what's doing that. Like, I don't think he, like Vince is known for not liking stuff he can't control. And I'm not saying he can control Steph, but I'm saying like having that sort of connection mm. where it's like, okay, Give me, give me the bad news. Like what people say and what's happening. I'm sure he can still see a lot of stuff, but in the boardroom and stuff like that, I think having somebody like his daughter in there, and 
not necessarily having that relationship, but having that Muhammad does what a Muhammad does. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think that idea of having anybody else in that position would have just been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm not sure how close um Tony can Tony can. Um um think you can Nick can couldn't think of his name. This um, is gonna be the whole ruse. I know yeah that's how it. was his brother all along? Yeah <laughs> yeah uh, related. Um I think having some of you as as you say only work at the company for a few years regardless of how close you are Mm. It's not, it's not family. Like he, yeah. he's not a Muhammad. He's not, and WWE is Muhammad. That's what it is. It's that's an extension of the family. So it's been Steph's entire adult career. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Right. Let's go back to this uh, statement then. Um. So it also says McMahon will retain his roles and responsibilities related to WWE's creative content during this period and remains committed to cooperating with the review underway. The special committee is appointed, again, but it says the special committee is appointed. So the special committee is appointed Stephanie McMahon to serve as interim CEO and interim chairwoman. Uh, Vince McMahon has said, I have pledged my complete cooperation to the investigation by the special committee, and I will do everything possible to support the investigation. I have also pledged to accept the findings and the outcome of the investigation, whatever they are. Hmm. Um, Stephanie then says, I love this company and I'm committed to working with the independent directors to strengthen our culture and our company. It is extremely important to me that we have a safe and collaborative workspace. I've committed to doing everything in my power to help the special committee complete its work, including marshalling the cooperation of the entire company to assist in its completion of the investigation and to implement its findings, says Ms. McMahon. Do we do we this board of directors take all allegations of misconduct serious, very seriously? The independent directors of the board engaged in independent legal counsel to assist them in an independent review. In addition, the special committee in WWE will work with an independent third party to conduct a comprehensive review of the company's compliance program, HR function, and overall culture. The company and the board do not expect to have to comment further until the investigation is concluded. Um, and then, so, I mean, that tells everything. Steph's sort of stepping in, Vince mm-hmm. is stepping away the investigation is underway and then all of a sudden we get a very nice WWE centric graphic saying breaking news Mr. McMahon will appear on Smackdown tonight which and it's now being reported that he's going to appear in character yeah because again there's always been that sort of blurred line between Vince McMahon the owner the CEO the chairman of WWE Mm. and Mr. McMahon the character that he portrays on screen. So he's supposedly appearing on screen in character. Which... So he's appearing as Mr. McMahon. He's not yeah. appearing as Vince. So if he, if he comes out and for whatever reason has a thing with theory hmm. and goes, I think you should face John Cena at SummerSlam, I yeah. think that would be very, very strange with everything yeah. that's going on. Yeah. But if he, I, I can't imagine, surely he's not going to use the Fox network to come out and be like, oh, this this has been said about me, and I don't think it's true. You know? I, I, well, it does say, I read that it was basically, he's coming out, hang on, let me see if I can find the tweet. Um, he's coming out in character to, like, address what, what's happening, basically. But yeah. address it in character, which is just insane, first of all. But 
Um, dressing it in character. Yeah, so I think it might be like Mr. McMahon is stepping down and Steph is stepping up. Like, as a... Here's the thing, right? So it, it could be like a... It could be a start of the show. Yeah. Sort of... I pulled my heart and soul into this company. I'm yeah. having to go away for a while. And yeah. then Steph comes out and says, the show must go on. Yeah. First match starts. Well, don't you remember um, when he was apparently like losing his mind? Um, and he, he came out and was doing stuff and he was like, what you're doing is hurting the business. And Triple H came out and was like, you need to go home. And he was like, yeah. I love your pop. Like that, and Triple H <laughs> was crying and that, and I was crying, and you know what I mean? Like, oh, um, my Triple H cries, I'm done. Like, one, <laughs> one single salty tear rolls down his cheek for any reason, and I'm like, oh, oh my God. You would have been that one person that stayed around the ring on that episode of Raw where yeah. they all walked out. Without a doubt. Like, I'd still be there, yeah. Um, so I think it, it's six of one and a half a dozen of the other, really. He's got this platform to be like, what I'm getting talked about all day long. So why wouldn't I want SmackDown to get 8 million viewers? Because they want to know what I'm going to say. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's that side of it. Like, wrestling is a, is a, it's a thing like nothing else. Like, and to me, if I was getting investigated or something has happened or whatever it may be, and I could turn a real life situation into a wrestling story and a, and a storyline that could, I don't, I can't see it, but that could turn into the biggest storyline of the summer. I'd do it. Like, why not? No, yeah. that's what that's what you do. It's like there's been a million and one stories that have been told in in countless promotions that have had a strain of truth in them. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's been a little bit like on the nose, but at the same time, it's like okay, well, this is what we do. The math and Edge thing, like yeah. working together in any other company or place or whatever, it wouldn't have been a, a thing. They had a, a what five month program that they mm-hmm. worked together for, like with Lisa in the middle. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but if you look at it as well, Edge has an affair with Lisa, and like any other place, it'd be like, okay, well, we'll separate, yeah, and that's that. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. fact that Tony Khan hasn't done something with. CM Punk and uh, Cole Cabana blows him out, I'll be honest with you. Even talking about Hardy, he came out on SmackDown a few years, like however many years it was, and was like, oh yeah, by the way, you had a fire in your house, Jeff. I killed your dog. Like, little, yeah. little things are you just like, what the hell, man? What are you? Like, yeah. it wouldn't work in any other medium at all. Like, it wouldn't be a thing. But in wrestling, it's like, we're wrestling, so that's what we do, and this is how we do it. So, yeah, Let's they've got go. that weird blurred line, haven't they, between yeah. fiction and reality. Yeah, it's like, and then, but then you get the other side of it, like, for a long time, if still probably to this day, like, you could Google Triple H and somewhere mm. someone has wrote the fact that one time in the 2000s, Triple H had sex with a corpse. <laughs> like, but he didn't. But because yeah. Triple H is, is everywhere you know him as. So it's like Triple H does these things. But it's not it's not like, yeah, Paul Levesque, yeah, yeah. He yeah. likes sex with dead people. That's kind of the same thing. It's like, there's this line where it's like, nothing's, 
nothing's real, but nothing's fake. It's but it, it doesn't happen with like soaps, does it? In that, like, no one's saying <laughs> no. that, like, no, Steve McFadden, who plays Stone Mitchell, yeah. actually slept with his brother's wife or, you know, or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah, wrestling is this weird thing where, like, because we watch it. And then oh, there's an assumption that we know who this person is and that they're not playing a character. And I think that's more so in people like John Cena or Randy Orton, where they're not using yeah. a different name. Whereas if you get, like The Undertaker and Mark Calloway, like that's the really the only one that's been protected, I would say, in that like, nobody thinks Mark Calloway buried his dad in concrete at Great American Bash 2004. But yeah. Undertaker did it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like your Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy thing. Like for for now and for all intents and purposes, Matt Hardy killed his brother's dog. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone knows it's fake, but then everyone, <laughs> the storyline is like, oh my god, this this is so fake. Oh my god, and then you do a mad, yeah, to do a more mad storyline. It's like, why has he done that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, this is a perfect example. I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent, but like, I remember having a genuine conversation with somebody who I um, who I worked with, who um, way back when, when the big show had an ironclad contract. Oh, yeah. Couldn't be fired and all stuff like that. And we were talking about it, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we hadn't really talked wrestling for years. And he was like, yeah, I've got back into it, blah, blah, blah. And then just before he walked off, he was like, yeah, I mean... The big show's got them by the balls there. Like he should probably proper take them to a uh, take them to clean. I was like, all right, see you later. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Like then yeah. we just like, what the heck? What? But it's what? like I've had conversations like that with people where you're talking and you think that you're on the same level, yeah. but then they say something, and it's like you've really confused kayfabe yeah. and I suppose real life. Yeah. In that, like. Like, I'd be talking to someone probably about, like, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar or, someone, or something like that, and then you'd be on the same conversation, and I'd be like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if they'd put the title on Lesnar again because he's going to go away for however long. And then they'd just come out with something like, well, you know, he did beat Goldberg in six minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, going back to the McMahon thing, it's like... If you've got this platform and this is what everyone's talking about, then I would say I'd say it's a storyline. Yeah. Why not? He's still he's still head of creative or whatever he is in creative. Like it's one of them where it's hard, it's hard to explain, but obviously in the like the way I'm talking about it, I'm probably talking about it the worst way. But like if you've if you're sending number one on Twitter and you're doing whatever happens on Facebook and mm. everybody's talking about you. Everyone's got a comment. Everyone's got this. And then you say, I'm going to be on my show so you can watch it and listen to what I've got to say. Everyone's going to tune into that show. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Everyone's going to be watching SmackDown tonight. That's it. My missus texted me before, showed me the picture and was like, you're watching this live? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I might do now. Like, <laughs> You're messing. I haven't watched last week's SmackDown or last week's Raw yet, but I'm watching this. Yeah. You're messing. Like, because it's one of them where it's going to turn into like sort of 
that destination show of okay, we've got to do that. No one's going to get what they want out of it. No one's no. going to get because he's just going to do what Vince does or do what Mister McMahon does. Like come out and stick his thumb up, and then yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but he's still in the company in that side of it. So if yeah, if I if if it was me, I'd be opening the show. I'll be honest with you. I'd be sitting on commentary. Wouldn't be asked. Like. To get people it's, to watch. It's either going to be a opening the show or they're going to do what they've done with Cordy recently and they're going to do a countdown to McMahon. Yes. And like, so then everyone's just watching them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I say, it's one of them. He's already said he's doing it in character. He's not going to say anything that's going to, like, land him in the shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to be like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you know what I mean? But then yeah. these are these the other side of the player line of like I, I watched the documentary about um uh, nobody speak. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had um Hogan in court, and basically they were talking in court, and he was like, Yeah, some of the stuff you said and some of the things you did. So um one of the text messages here says that um that you've got a 10-inch penis, and straight away. Hogan was like, "Oh yeah, Hulk Hogan has got a ten, uh, uh, like a ten-inch penis." But uh, Terry Bollera, no, he hasn't. I wish. You <laughs> know what I mean? And it's like he's sitting in court talking about the fictional character. Like, yeah, yeah, he's he's a specimen of a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he could yeah. go all night with his ten-inch penis. But then me, Terry. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not that. That's not me. I wish. <laughs> Thirty no, seconds and I'm out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's that situation of. There's no, you, like, obviously this person's playing this person, but it's not like a soap. It's not like, yeah. it's it's real to a point. So if he's going to come out and do what he does as Vince, he can say what he wants because if it ends up going to court or whatever it is, he can be like, oh, no, that's Mr. McMahon. That's not me. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the character like, I play on TV. It's that thing with sport, though, isn't it, where, like, people watch football and go, well, I know Jack Grealish is... Jack Greer, like the the yeah. one in the same, the guy who plays football and goes, you know, it's yeah. not like Jack Grealish is going out and now all of a sudden he's, you know, Johnny Football. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, at the end of the game, like, uh, so how do you think he plays? And he's cutting promos in this, like, yeah. and mad like, different thing. Like, tell yeah, you yeah. what, Arsenal, next time we see, we see each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's the thing where it's, you've kind of got to understand the, the difference. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. until here's the thing: it got, when it first got mentioned, I was kind of, and this is probably going to be a bit controversial, I suppose. But it's like it's when I first read it, it made it look like he kind of broke some sort of law, like mm-hmm. like whatever he'd done, he, he's he's forced himself on this this person, and then he's give them hush money and stuff like that. Because there's reports of that, yeah, because. I remember reading there was a whole th- whole Twitter thread of the things, the terrible things that he's done over the years. Right. Um, it was like these loads of them. I, in fact, I've got it up. I'll I'll mention some of them in a minute. I'm gonna say, but that's the way I read it. Like he was he'd done something wrong, and this is what obviously he has done something wrong. But in my head, it's like, is it is it really that wrong? Like mm-hmm. he could have. I'm not saying he could have done things worse because it's bad what he's done. But it, he hasn't forced himself on somebody. He hasn't used company money to to keep as hush money. Like something else has got to come out. Surely. Yeah. 
yeah. something else has got to be going on that hasn't been announced or hasn't been told or whatever it is because there's so many well as I said yeah right so there's, there's a whole list of things that he's apparently done so he was the first uh, female ref in the 80s um, and basically got told that if she didn't um, ha- like perform oral sex on him she'd lose a job like that's a report so mm. uh, in 2006 Vince wanted Stephanie's baby to be his or Shane's there's another like blurred line thing like in the 80s Jimmy Snooker was charged with murder and um, Vince like paid people off and covered it up mm. um, like these low yeah and, and again like blurred lines again the Edge and Lita live sex celebration basically Lita got told that if she didn't do it she'd get fired so yeah and then Steve Austin, um, Deborah McMichael, when they were married, filed a domestic violence charge and the man stepped in, basically, and was like, how do we fix this so it doesn't happen and it's not a thing? Mm. And then when um, when Austin took his ball and went home, he was briefly arrested for it. Like, and he was getting investigated for it. Then these the, the one about Gail, Gail Kim because he didn't want to... Have you read this one? I saw people mentioning Gail Kim, but I've not read the. Basically, he didn't want to, Vince didn't want to like give her a job, mm. and Vin, and Jim Ross was like, I mean, people are like banging to Asian porn at the minute, so fuck yeah. you. Yeah, it's like all these things, like the steroids, the steroid style, and like like crazy situations that is like. This isn't the if any of that is true, this isn't the worst thing he's done. No, but for some reason, it is like the the last one is um, that um, Ashley Mazzaro, no, Ashley, mm-hmm. obviously, um, she went and said basically she got like raped by a load of people, um, yeah. to the soups and and uh, and the arm, like people in the army and stuff like that who were there. And Vince was basically like, don't tell no one. Uh, some extra money, but we don't want to like sour the good name of a soldier, basically, or a group of soldiers. So it's like loads of loads of things have come out over the years. I'm not even going to mention the stereotype because that could go what we could do a whole show yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, like there's enough information about that. It's one of them where it's like when you look at all that stuff, this thing that's happening feels a little bit like really. Like, if even half of that's true, you've got to look at it and think, so he had, he had a relationship with somebody and he didn't want it to come out that he's had a relationship with somebody because apparently it's not common knowledge that him and Linda aren't together. So yeah. he's paid it off with his own money. I don't... It's Yeah, it's... Like, where's the... I don't, I don't mean where's the harm, but, like, where's the... You shouldn't have done this or you shouldn't have done that. He's trying to save his own... Like public image, I suppose, and is is still wife's public image. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It probably happens a lot in Hollywood circles, if you like. Like it, it's not he's not the first person to ever pay somebody off. Mm. He's had a relationship he shouldn't have had a relationship with. So it, to me, it's just like there must be something more that that like, and we ne- we may never know. That's the thing. It's just one of well, them. Where it, it's like, yeah. We may never know, but. 
yeah, the whole situation is just batshit crazy. I'll yeah. Be honest, but mm. like, I don't, I don't even know where to go from here. Like, we, we've not been in a position like this before, no. in that we don't know from one day to the next how the company is going to be run, how mm. how it's going to look at SummerSlam, how it's going to look at the end of the year, how it's going to look at by the time we get to Mania next year. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just one to keep an eye on, I think. Definitely. I think, yeah, it's 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 a weird situation that it's everyone who probably owns a podcast or runs a podcast is probably going to be talking about it, but it's not necessarily wrestling related. Yeah. Which is is weird. Like, it's a proper, it's a proper shoot. Like, it's not a... But yet it affects the wrestling that we've known for... But that's 20, it, yeah. 20 odd years. I think here's the thing, especially especially with the steroid stuff. Vince, there was a there was a a, a clear possibility, uh, whether how possible it was or not, that Vince could have went to prison for mm. it. And Vince would not have been able to run that company. So everything was put in place to make sure that the company ran on without him and all other things and blah blah blah. This isn't that situation. Yeah. This isn't a situation where it's like he's gonna go to prison or he's gonna do this or he's he's gotta step away. Do you know what I mean? He hasn't what he's done is wrong, but at the end of the day, is it wrong enough for him to be like, well, I don't I'm not gonna run this company because obviously I can't run this company in the way that it's meant to be run or whatever. I, that's the thing to me, unless more information comes out. And in these, like, investigations, there's always skeletons somewhere already because other people are getting yeah. thrown under the bus and doing whatever and blah, blah, blah. So, um, it, like if they yeah. look into one thing, it could just spiral into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you think it's be like, he's been at the top of that company for... About 50 years nearly mm. over. Yeah. So, and as soon as somebody hears that there's an investigation happening, it only takes somebody to be like, oh, yeah, he did this. Oh, yeah, yeah. he did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did this. Because everyone, that's how it works. And that, unfortunately, not unfortunately, that sounds wrong. Because if he's done, anyone has done anything bad like mm. that, then it should be talked about and brought to light and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Once an investigation happens, it's kind of like everybody sees a payday, if you like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's kind of like, well, this happened to me 35 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Or this happened to me 40 years ago. I'm not saying it's okay, but this kind of gives the, this is the the, the catalyst of getting a ball rolling. And I think, yeah, I think it gives, it gives the legitimate things a sort of a push to do, to, to mention something. Yeah, yeah. But then it gives the like the ones that maybe are unfounded, the ones where, you know, again, like me, even some people who might be lying and do just want the, you know, the little bit of fame that they get, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's like, as you say, if you've run a company for that long and the way he's run it before now and before it being 2022. It was like ran like the Wild West. Like, yeah. let's be honest, as the company, as not as it should be, but that was wrestling back then. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And if he's done something 
that is far worse. So he's like, if he had forced himself on somebody or whatever it may be in that situation, and somebody came out now, it's like, well, you probably not you not you probably believe it, but these people out there who think, well, he definitely did that because I know how he was and I know how the how wrestling worked and all stuff like that. It's like these loads of things that sort of have happened and even in like tiny companies like wrestlers are treated like rock stars like yeah and treated like the this is the thing it's like you sort of see people above the law and then are shocked when they break the law mm. that's kind of like you see people like they're better than people and they can get away with anything and they can do what they want and that's the, that's the same with all of celebrity if you think about it that's yeah. just you put them on a pedestal of they're something better than the normal person and they can do whatever the hell they want because they're like, I'll never get found out because I've got mm. money and I've got influence and I've got this. And it's unfortunate that we live in a world now where you can't do that because it doesn't matter how long ago something happened mm. or you did something or whatever it may be, it'll come out in the end. So, yeah, I think keeping an eye on this to unfortunately see the snowball yeah. grow. Because I think that's what's going to happen. And then it's going to be a big thing where it's like, what's true and what's not. Um, and the world we live in these days, people people see headlines on Twitter and think they've read the story. Do you know what I mean? It's like, th- that's the downfall. And I think if something with anybody, again, doesn't have to just be Vince or anybody in WWE, if someone gets accused of something, they're, they're stuck with that forever. Oh, this is it, yeah. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm not saying he isn't guilty or he isn't innocent or whatever. But if you see something on Twitter and you're scrolling through and it's like, oh yeah, such a body's done this, then in your head you're like, oh god, yeah, he's done something he shouldn't do. And then that's just in your head. Do you know what I mean? Whether you clicked on it, it's gone. He's done this thing, but we found out that he was he was innocent. You haven't clicked in it to yeah, like tarnish with that, but. Yeah, I think this is the beginning of a storm, like definitely. Yeah. Um, oh. so what do you think? What do you think he's actually going to say on SmackDown? Do you think it's going to be? I, really, I, I, I think I think actually probably from what I said before, I think it is going to be a case of he comes out and he says, "I put my heart and soul into this. Um, I'm having to step away for a bit, um, but I wanted to make sure that I left in." the best person's hands and then he introduces Steph have it like a cold open thing where they don't even do the Smackdown intro Vince yeah. comes out he says this Steph comes out you know they have a hug whatever probably get teared up you know and then Steph will say um, I'm going to look after it and yeah. as as my dad always says the show must go on and then yeah. they'll play the Smackdown intro and then they'll just be like it'll be like one of those things where that's just happened. We're not going to reference it again. Yeah. But now we just need to get on with the show. Could it go... Could it go the other way? And be like, I'm not leaving this company. This is my company. And then, uh, like, Steph comes out and she's like, seriously, like, just go, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm staying. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm staying in creative. Fine, we'll have a match at Survivor Series. And whoever wins gets the company. Like, this is what we're going to do. Well, you know, 
the Alliance no. wins after well, that's it, yeah. Nearly that's 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all it takes is the Alliance winning. Somebody tweeted as well saying that um they were like, so um Jeff Jarrett's gone back to the WWE. Yeah, I saw of, that. Have you seen that? Yeah. To see the heads of um, like the road shows. So he's gonna like Vince steps down, he steps up, he uh, eventually buys the company, uh, but he eventually buys um, like Vince out, changes WWE to TNA, TNA lives forever. They win the war. Like, I don't know, okay. and then it, what was it? It was um, uh, Roman Reigns keeps his champion. Jeff Jarrett wins Money in the Bank. Um, Reigns beats somebody. I think I yeah. think it was Reigns beats the Rock at WrestleMania, <laughs> and then you just say, "My world," <laughs> and that's what he does. Oh. I mean, I mean, we are made to Jeff, so maybe. Well, she's getting inside track. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we should, I know it's already been mentioned, but this is obviously if you're listening to this any time after today. You'll know what Vince said. That's it. Yeah. So we may do some sort of follow up to see what's what's happening and stuff like that. But this is definitely something that I think is going to be interesting to follow, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And I think, I ju- here's me thing. Like have I said off podcast? Like I really, 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 really love Vince McMahon. Like he's such a huge, like influence to me i think um and i always have been a fan of of the guy not the necessarily the character um but i feel like this whole thing is going to break me out because loads of stuff's going to come out and i won't know what's real and what's fake and mm-hmm. um being on on twitter or whatever it is or instagram and people just like bashing them to death like and I don't know, maybe rightly so, because more stuff will come out and he will deserve what he gets and all that stuff. But he's still, like, at this moment, a proper hero to me. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough. But I think it's more knowing what is true and what's not. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like, if we were going to, if we were going to end this year, I'd be like, make sure you, you know what you're tweeting about or Instagram about or Facebook about, you know that it's true. Because yeah. It's like the they like the speak out movement. There was a lot of a lot of fodder in that mm. we'll say where it was easy to say, oh yeah, such a person did this and such a person did that. And it came out to say that what a particular wrestler had done something he shouldn't. And it didn't happen a lot, but sometimes they didn't do it. Well, it's, there are there are a couple um, yeah. from allegations of the speaking out movement that when the investigations and you've got to be careful how you words, aren't you? And that when the investigations were done, no evidence or the the allegations were unfounded. Yeah, um, because that's not again like that's not to assume that what anyone has said hasn't happened. It's just that oh yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, allegations yeah. were unfounded because. Like someone like Jordan Devlin is like he was brought up in the speaking out movements, and I'll be honest, like the speaking out movements when when they happened hit me hard. In that there were a number of different people who I'd spent money on shows to go and watch yeah. had come out 
uh, uh, you know, and were revealed to be rapists, abusers, you know, all these like horrible people. Um, so that hit me hard. But then it's it's the kind of again I mentioned Jordan Devon because he's someone who sticks out to me and that his name was mentioned. My brain goes, well, you're similar to these other people, and then he's his allegations. I'm assuming were unfounded because he's back on like NXT TV and NXT UK and all that kind of stuff. And then I then in my head, every time I see him, fight the thing of going, oh, he was mentioned in speaking out. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, I say I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to downplay anyone's allegations, but I think. The is a these a type of person, whether who they are or what they do, who see something and think, I can, I can get something out of this. Mm. I'm not saying anybody necessarily did that, but these people out there who do that every single day, do you know what I mean? And there's a lot of so, especially with some of the who's as big as Vince and as as polarizing as Vince. It's easy enough to be like, I'm believing everything that everybody says without any type of like follow up. I want to tweet about it and say this and that, and it's a disgrace, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you're well within your right to do that. But at the same time, like take a step back and be like, okay, do I know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I mean? I think that's that's the thing where it's like, yeah, it's hard, but. Um, it's yeah, I suppose it's the nature of the beast of being famous and having people come out the woodwork and know that they can get something out of yeah. Yeah, but then as well, I think <clears throat> the fact that with, with social media, um yeah. like I I mentioned this because it annoys me and it is a bit of a tangent and stuff, but a couple of years ago, I I used to um I've always had a bit of a, a thing with a website called Hey You Guys, which is like a film website. Yeah, and yeah. when they when they started going up, you know, I referenced them in uni essays. I wrote some things from every now and again, all that kind of stuff. Still follow them. They're doing good, great stuff. And every year they compile the top 10 films of the year. And mm-hmm. I was included on those lists for so many years. And then all of a sudden, the guy who compiles the lists, in my opinion, got a bit too big for his station because yeah. he started doing reviews for bigger publications. He's a regular in Empire magazine, stuff like that. And I sent him my top 10, as I had done, I had done years previously. Yeah. And he messaged me back and he said, what's your outlet? And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, well, what's your outlet? And what he means by that is, where are you posting your reviews? Where are you posting your opinions? Yeah. And then basically, I then wasn't included in that year's top 10. Because I said, I have my own website, but mm. I mainly put stuff on Twitter. Yeah. But then in the same vein, people use Twitter as a sort box. Yeah. And there were the reviews and the opinions all day long, but apparently it's good enough to sort of fund somebody saying, oh, well, I think this about this person. I think this about this company. I think this about... Like, if somebody on Twitter complains about customer service that they've had in a shop and it gets traction that gets picked up instantly like if you walk into tesco and you know you slip on a wet floor and there's no wet floor sign and you Mm. tweet about it and five thousand people retweet it and like it and it starts getting this thing where you're seeing it on timelines that you don't follow the account 
Tesco are going to be right on the case and going to be like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. But at the same time, people are saying that because you don't own it, you're not allowed to mention your opinions on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I called... But yeah. Yeah, like yesterday, I called uh, McDonald's Thieves. Um, yeah. And, and they asked me to take the deep DM me and asked me to take it down. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So... Did you? They were like, no. I haven't. <laughs> I was like... No. Did they do anything about fixing it? Uh, no, they the message the replied to it, um, and then the the DM me first went and quoted the tweet and was like, um, "Can we help with this? Um, but can we ask a favour? Um, can you?" And I was kind of like, "I mean, um, you owe me you owe me sixty-two chicken nuggets." So basically, right? Not again tangency, but I alluded to the idea of McDonald's having the perfect crime syndicate um, <laughs> because how often do you go to a McDonald's restaurant and order something, go to the drive-thru or whatever, it is, yeah, go to the drive-thru or Uber Eats or whatever it is and you get a meal and then you get an extra, whatever you get an extra of, burger or nuggets mm. or whatever it may be, like to share or if you just like McDonald's, it's whatever. never to share. We just say this at work. Know. It can't just be a burger or, or, or chicken nuggets. It's got to be both. Right. <laughs> so whatever you do, and then that you get home in that order, and the nuggets aren't there. Like, how often are you gonna go back? If you did that ten times in a day to ten different people, how many in a week? How many in a year? It's the perfect crime. They make yeah. money through the fist of not sending out these these extras. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I alluded to this because I didn't get any nuggets. Um, and, yeah, they instantly were like, yeah, we don't like that. We don't like the fact that well, you... I suppose it's a, it's like a form of money laundering, isn't it? In that, well, like, if, yeah. you ordered, if you ordered a hamburger every time and they don't give it you but they put it through the till, that's well, yeah. seven quid that's gone through the till. But... There you go. And especially with the drive-thru, who's driving through the same Mackey's? Like... Three times in a day. Know what I mean? Well, this is it. Like, it's not... I mean, it's not rocket science, but it's not right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, you do that. How many how many McDonald's um, restaurants is there in the, in the world? They're all doing it. Yeah, you millions. did that, what, you'd miss the nuggets off one time a day in every single McDonald's in the world. Make billions. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, they forgot me nuggets, man. Oh, I'm not going back. Yeah, but I mean, the devil's advocate for a second. If you order it through Uber Eats or Deliver or something, there is an option for you to say, this didn't arrive, and they give you the money back. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I'm talking before that. If you go oh, through right. the drive through and you don't check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. And how often are people going to be like, oh, I didn't get me nuggets. Right, you're going to go on and say you didn't get them, so you get your money back. That's only three quid, whatever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'd do. Anyway, it doesn't anyway, matter. Anyway, so well, yeah. I'm getting the wind up from downstairs because coincidentally, I'm just suggested a takeaway. Um, whether we get all of it or not is going to be a different story. Oh, oh, oh don't go to McDonald's, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went a bit, we went a bit off there. Sorry about that. But no. I think the like the crutch of the thing is is this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you what you read. And what you comment on, in case we made a very 
reasonable and good decision to read the uh, press release and stuff like that because yeah. you want to get the story straight. So, yeah, be careful what you're reading. Be careful what sources you're trusting. Um, mm. It'll all come out, you know. Yeah, that's it. We just have to kind Even of... This is the thing, even to the point where you've got, um, like, the, the idea of me saying people are out there to get something or get money or whatever it is. If you own a dirt cheap website, quote-unquote dirt cheap website, and you have the have the option to be like, oh, this has happened with Vince, oh, Sasha Banks has been released, mm-hmm. and it gets you clicks, and then clicks get you money, then who who's to say what they're saying isn't, Shit, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so follow you who you trust. Don't go off random things that you see. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, follow the big ones who know what they're talking about. I'm not going to say who because that's not for me to. That's tell who you, you trust. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I trust nobody. No, <laughs> but that's the thing. If you if you're looking for clickbait and this whole big thing is about Vince and you run a wrestling website that reports on news. Just be careful what you, you know what I mean, what you're reading. Yeah. It's all the same. Or we'll just come here and we'll tell you. That's what oh, this is, yeah, this is it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. click on us. Click on us, we'll tell click you. Click on yeah. us. Yeah, right. there you go. Do you want to plug anything before we before we shoot? Uh, no, not at all. I, uh, just sltdwrestling.com as usual. Um, yeah. yeah, hit the... Um, Hit the button that likes us or subscribes us or whatever it is, uh, wherever you get your podcast from. And yeah, yeah, it was nice. Usual episodes going up on Monday. That's our uh, Money in the Bank cash-ins bracketology. Uh, and shout mm. out to Bracket HQ. Oh, Bracket <laughs> HQ. What a company. What a company. Love um, those guys. Yeah, and, and this is going to go up tonight pretty much as soon as I hobble downstairs and um, you know go and sell it all out. Because I am one-footed at the minute. I got yeah. a bit above my station. Tried to do a box jump and failed. Uh, as Lots my friend said, yeah, literally, as my friend said, <laughs> we stay on the floor. Our feet are meant for the ground. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I won't be, won't be doing that again. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're keeping an eye on it. Smackdown is the thing to watch tonight. Um, so enjoy it for whatever happens. Um, yeah, stay safe, look after each other, go watch the wrestling that you want to watch, which is probably going to be SmackDown tonight. <laughs> I'm going to say, go yeah. watch SmackDown. <laughs> go watch SmackDown, and we'll <laughs> see you next time. Bye.